curse those who bless you. And I will curse those, I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the nations, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I say, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. We're going to read together verse 3. Want to read? I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth, one more time, want to go. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth, shall be blessed. Father, bless this moment. Open our eyes to the reality that we are blessed. Blessed beyond measure. May we please, by your grace and favor, walk in that blessing. May this time for us be the time of the manifestation of that blessing. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For someone indeed will be encouraged today. Someone indeed will be motivated and inspired. Someone will get into the realm of spiritual living. We get in touch with you. Someone's life will be transformed forever. We ask that you do this and take all the glory and all the honor. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. And let the church say loud Amen. Amen. High five your neighbor and tell him I'm blessed. High five somebody else and tell him I am blessed. You can be seated. I will get straight to the word of God very quickly. I just want to acknowledge and love on you if today is your first time of coming to church. Thank you um, for deciding or making it um, your decision to be in House on the Rock the main today. God bless you. Really Do I have any person today is your first time of coming to church? Anybody like that? Yeah, come on. Put your hands together. God bless you, my sister. Good to have you. Praise God. Uh, and and um, you can please be seated. Uh, I want to also appreciate my brother, Pastor Samson Iyaye, who is here um, for the first time. I, I have his book here. He will talk about it briefly. His book on parenting, Purposeful Parenting, is a very useful tool for those of us that are parents and wants to become one tomorrow. Uh, I met him in New Jersey and he's a great, great man of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to discuss with us very briefly, God helping me, on what I've titled and blessed. Let me tell somebody else and tell him you are blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed. Take a five minutes, close your eyes and pray, Lord. Move me from the level of knowing that I'm blessed to the level of seeing that blessing manifest. I need to bow your head and make a sincere prayer towards God. Let the blessing of the Lord become a reality in my life. Let the blessing of the Lord become a reality in my life.
blessing of the Lord become a reality in my life. Let the blessing of the Lord become a reality in my life. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Let me start discussing with us on the fact that I have a little bit challenge on the topic we have decided to consider. I am blessed. The challenge actually is that this topic is uncomfortable. It is indeed a very uncomfortable topic to me, especially the reaction that you get from the people that you declare to that they are blessed. Once you announce to people that they are blessed, they wonder how, when, where. Because they really cannot see anything around them that shows the blessings of the Lord as being tangible in their life. Uh, so when God told me to preach on this topic in this first service, I am blessed. The first thing I, I received in my spirit is a sharp reaction against the topic. Pastor Ike, you, you, I, I don't think I am blessed. You, you can't possibly say that I am blessed. And you should learn how to stop coming to the altar and saying things just to excite me. Because there's nothing around me that shows I'm blessed. There's nothing around me, there's nothing about me that shows I'm blessed. My academic qualification looks like a cost. The place that I live looks like a cost. The circle of friends around me look like I'm cost. I have been out of school for a long time and I've not been able to get anything reasonable doing. I am 40-something years old and there's no man around me to get married to me. I'm not, it seems as if I'm not even attractive. So how dare you come out to say that I am blessed when it's not obvious. The reason people believe that they are not blessed is because they are not yet seen the mansions, they are not seeing the cars, they are not seeing the big businesses, they are not seeing all of those that our eyes would want to see before we believe that we are blessed. Is anybody with me? But ladies and gentlemen, I would have to submit to you that there are very many men with big cars and big mansions and big businesses that are cursed. There are men with all of those that you think are the blessing that are caught. I have a big mansion, yes you do, but you are caught. I have a big car, yes you do, but you are caught. I have a flourishing business, yes you do, but you are caught. Now, unfortunately for us, we look at all of these things and we think, we summarize them to be the blessing of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to submit to you again that the blessing is too big to be defined by, my, my, by physical things. Is anybody with me? The blessing is too big to be defined by the expression of things that are perishable. <laughs> According to 1 John chapter 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25, your motivation actually should not be towards perishable crown. You shouldn't run your race to achieve or to maintain a crown that is perishable. The Bible says, and everyone who competes for the prize is template in all things now they do it to obtain perishable crown but our own is a crown that is not perishable lift your right and say I have unperishable crown or say like this way say I have imperishable crown he said our crown the, the, what your motivation should be is the crown that is imperishable not the crown that is perishable this brings me to the distinguishing factor between what we think the blessing is and what actually is the blessing ladies and gentlemen the blessing is that which is imperishable the blessing is that which is imperishable you are not cursed 
Because you don't have perishable things. You are cursed when you don't have that which is imperishable. You are not cursed. And I, will, I really want to submit to you. I am not cursed because I don't have any car. I am not cursed because I'm not employed yet. I am not cursed because I don't, I'm not married yet. I am not cursed because I don't have my own child yet. I am not cursed because, because of, of, of the kind of house I might live in the worst area in town. But I am not cursed. Is anybody with me? I might have maybe come to church hungry but I am not cursed. I struggled last week to put a thousand upon the other one but I am not cursed. You are not cursed because you don't have perishable things. These things are perishable. They are not concrete enough to define a man who is blessed. I have seen men rise fall. Is anybody with me? I have seen perishable things perish indeed. I have seen those who, who did all they knew how to do to get married and one month after the marriage the man died. Because indeed a husband is perishable. A wife is perishable. Your car is perishable. Your monster is perishable. The things you are pursuing after is perishable. No wonder Jesus said that these are the things the Gentiles seek after. And he encourages us not to seek after these things that the Gentiles seek after. But he said what? Seek ye first that which is imperishable. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Somebody say the kingdom of God. Say it again. Say the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, oh my goodness. One day Jesus was talking about the kingdom and he said to them, don't you, be, don't you guys be deceived. Don't think that the kingdom of God is here or there. Meaning that the kingdom of God is not expressed in the things that we can see. He said the kingdom of God is within you. That means somebody might be hungry but the kingdom is within him. Somebody might be destitute but the kingdom is within him. Somebody might not have connection but the kingdom is within him. Somebody might not have a brother to lift him up, but the kingdom is within him. Now, if your focus can turn from the things that you put your eyes on, on to the things that are actually real, imperishable, then you start walking in the blessing. Say it again, say I'm blessed. And this is not because of the car you have or the car you don't have. Say I am blessed. This is not because of the mansion you have or the mansion you don't have. Say I am blessed. This is not because you are married or you are not married. Say I am blessed. It's not because you have your own child or you don't have your own child. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. <laughs> a blessed man lets everybody gang up against him and swallow him. Somehow they can't bury him. I am blessed. A blessed man will always bounce back. A blessed man will always overcome every obstacle of the devil. I am blessed. Say it again. Say, I am blessed. Please, let's go to First Peter chapter 1. And begin to do some very reasonable Bible study. The point I'm bringing out is that please trace my blessing to the things that are imperishable. When I tell you I am blessed, don't make the mistake of looking at what kind of car did he come to church with. This is so disgusting to me. It's actually very disgusting to me. People unfortunately rate success by these things that are perishable. We are doing well in our church. Why? Come and see the cars that are parked in the car park. We are doing well in our church. Why? Come and see how many mansions that we dedicate every week. 
Meanwhile, the guys parking the cars and the mansions are comfortably on their way to hell. Why? Because they have gotten all of these things that the eyes are looking for, but they've not gotten the blessing. Somebody say the kingdom. Say, say the kingdom. I don't desire to have that kind of a church. I have never, I've never defined my people or defined the church as in word because of the cars that we have. It's good to have cars. But do you have the reality? Do you have the truth? Jesus said that I'm the way, the truth, and what? Do you have the truth? Because you can have cars, if you don't have the truth, you are actually empty. <laughs> there are many rich men that are cursed. There are many rich men that are cursed. Very many rich men. You know, the rich guy in the Bible realized how cursed he was when he got to hell. Can you possibly imagine how he was? Why do we celebrate perishable things? Why do we celebrate perishable things? Why, do, why, do, why, why is your yastic of a successful man based on the kind of car he uses or the kind of house he's living in? Why? Why do we celebrate perishable things? You know, the Bible says, walk in the spirit and you not fulfill the loss of the flesh, right? If we walk in the spirit, there are people we are close to that will never be close to. Because God, by His Spirit, will reveal the manner of men they are. There are wicked men that disguise themselves. Jesus called them woe in sheep clothing. The worst thing that can happen to a man is to befriend a wolf in sheep clothing. His clothing will disguise who he is. Then his reality will attack who you are. But if you also, you're a man of the Spirit, you be careful with him. There are many people I with me very careful with. There are many people that are to me, man of God, that I'm very careful with. I am so careful that when their wolf manifests, I will not be hurt. Are you guys with me? Because you have the sole responsibility to protect your life and to protect your emotion. Be together. Okay, let's go to First Peter, I say. First Peter. Let's see how this thing works. First Peter chapter twenty first Peter chapter one, verse twenty three to twenty five. First Peter chapter one, real quick. Twenty three to twenty five. First Peter chapter one. Are we there already? Having been born again, not of what? Answer me now. Not of what? Please answer me loud. Not of what? Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. I'm going somewhere with this. Having been born again of corruptible seed. Never base your life on corruptible things. Never base your life on perishable things. Please don't. Before I started having anything, I'd always believe I'm blessed of God. That's nothing that's a coincidence. There's nothing in my life that's a unless God is not with you. If God is with you, everything is God's incident. And before it happens, God will reveal it to you. Abraham did not accidentally become the father of all nations. Abraham did not go Abraham did not stumble into becoming who he was. No. Abraham knew he was going to. Why? Because God told him. God told him even when there was nothing about him. God told him you have a child even when he didn't have one. God that I will I will make you the father 
Bless all the family of the earth through you, even when he was sporting with his father. Even when he was sporting with his father. It's not coincidence. You are disadvantaged when you can't hear from God and when you can't get the blueprint of your life from Him. Who knows a product better than the producer? Who knows a product better than the producer? Who can find a product better than the producer? Who knows the potentials of a product better than the producer? Most of the things you use, you abuse. But when the producer takes that thing over from you, it will shock you. What what you have, all this work I can do. Hey, bring it to you. You lose yourself because you've not handed over your life to the producer. If the producer takes your life, it will amaze you. Hi. How big, how global, how phenomenal you are if the producer takes your life. If he takes your life. Jesus, can I do this? He says, step out of the water. Because Peter, in the first, you are not a physical man. You are actually a spiritual man. And if you walk in the spirit, Walk on water. And when he walked on water, it was like, maybe I can walk on water. Peter happened to be the only man that walked on the water on water because he believed. If people can throw their life in the hand, you know, Eric sang that song that he did here. I leave my life in your hands and I walk away. If people can give their life to Jesus and take a walk, it will amaze them. What Jesus can make out of that life. Is anybody with me? I have been blessed before I bought my first car. I have been blessed before I got married. I have been blessed before I got my children. God forbid, if my children are taken away, it has not taken away the blessing. When the children of Job was taken away, it did not take away his blessing. We base, we, we base our mind. Disturbed me in this generation. We have a generation of, of worked mentality. We have a generation of people that reason stupidly, define things stupidly. That's why the Bible says when you come in contact with a man, test all spirits and see where they are coming from. The Bible says, Henceforth know we no man according to the flesh. Way to know a man, where is this guy coming from? Are you guys with me? When you go born again, it was not of corruptible seed, it was what? What is the incorruptible seed? He says, The word of God which lives and is for how long? All right, the next verse, be quick. Because all flesh is what? <laughs> What you are basing your conclusion is, 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 is you don't know how business it is. You don't know how business it is. I am finding it difficult to take credit. I am finding it difficult to take credit. I don't know what I'm doing because I'm not doing anything. So you cannot bring credit to me and accept it. This is one of the things I've discovered that sets people up. Even Lucifer. Ability to take credit. I find it difficult. Give who I am, I'm likely going to post and show you because I really don't see myself different from the ordinary dust. I don't. And until I create and embed that mentality, I am a proud man. Are you guys getting on better? Take so much credit. What Lucifer was doing was embezzlement. 
He used the position God gave him to embezzle glory. I could become Lucifer if I use the position I have as house on the rock pastor to embezzle glory. Then I'm Lucifer. If there's any miracle here, to God be the glory. If there's any healing here, to God be the glory. If there's a life that is transformed, to God be the glory. If there's anyone that is blessed, to God be the glory. Please don't put me in trouble. Don't call my name. Is anybody getting on? Don't call my name. There's nothing that I'm doing. I am what I am, Paul said, by just only by the grace of God. Make a single mistake to remove this grace. It will shock you how empty that I am. It will dawn on you that all flesh is in grass. All flesh is indeed grass. All flesh is grass. Humble yourself. There's nothing to you. There's nothing to me. The person that is everything is God. Are you guys with me? The Bible says he feels all in all. God is everything. The cattle on a thousand, he belongs to him. Right. The earth is the Lord's and what? God is everything. I don't know how to speak. I am just like this. Are you guys with me? I think that's where I am. As stupid as that is, that's where What this does is to bring out my voice so that you can hear. What I should be doing is to bring that. That is what loyalty means, sir. This is what loyalty means. Exactly what loyalty is. And he is fulfilled being who he is. The moment this guy begins to say something other than what I'm saying, he can't even say it. I wish God made men. I wish God removed will from us because our undoing has become our willpower. That's why we don't have loyal men anymore. As I try to be a loudspeaker to, to bring out loud to your hearing what God is saying. That's how pastors under me should be a loudspeaker to bring out what Pastor Ike is saying. What makes you go feeling better than me is an embezzlement of glory. Whatever that will make me go feeling better than God is an embezzlement of glory. And the idea of feeling better is to have some angels towards your side. Lucifer, no matter how beautiful you are, you can't care for the angels more than God cares for them. No matter how much you convince them, you can't care for the angels more than God cares for them. I wish there are mature angels who understand that there is God and then there is Lucifer. Or mature member who understand that there is their pastor. And then there are people under their pastor. And no matter what, your pastor is your pastor. The person who are, you, you've made your pastor was made pastor by your pastor. I don't know if you guys are. Every flesh is grass. And all glory of man as the flower of the world. All your glory is what? The flower of what? You know flower rising in the morning and fading in the evening? All your glory. The grass withers. And its flowers do what? 
The next verse, the last one. But the word of God endures for how long? Endures for how long? Somebody shout forever. Oh God, now help me. Somebody shout forever. Shout say forever. If something is imperishable, what is that? If something is imperishable, what is that? I define the blessing you should chase after as not the perishable blessing, but the imperishable blessing. What I call the imperishable blessing is the word of God. The word of God. Am I helping you? That which is imperishable is the word of God. That which is imperishable is the word of God. Matthew chapter 24 verse 35. This is where I want us to start running if we can. Media guys, help me as fast as you can. Matthew chapter 24 verse 35. Matthew 24 verse 35. The Bible said, Heaven and earth shall what? But my words will what? Come on now, answer me. Heaven and earth shall what? But my words shall what? Heaven and earth shall what? Heaven and what shall pass away? Can you what heaven and earth means? Do you understand what heaven and earth means? Do you understand what heaven and earth means? Heaven and earth are what? If it's only the earth that shall pass away, okay, then it's nice. But any heaven shall pass away too. It means the world. Oh my God, God help me. How do I put this thing? Don't ever make the mistake of thinking that God lives in heaven. I think if I should put it in a better way, heaven lives in God. Heaven is not God's habitation. Heaven is too small to inhabit God. A little bit. Let it, let it trickle in. Heaven cannot inhabit God. Heaven is not God's habitation. Heaven cannot possibly... Okay, can I argue it a little further? Where was heaven when God made heaven? No, no, where was heaven when God made heaven? Or, should I put it this way, where was God living before he made heaven? How many of you believe that God made heaven? Where was he living? Do you understand? Before he made heaven. Where? No, no, where was God living before he made heaven? So don't be surprised when the Bible says heaven and earth shall pass away because heaven also shall pass away. We want to ask, ah, if heaven passed away, so where will God be now? You know, as heaven is passing away, where will God be? Heaven Heaven is too small to inhabit God. God does not live in heaven. Heaven lives inside God. What is more authentic and more powerful than heaven is the word of God. Is the word of God. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of the Lord will by no means pass away. This is our blessed. The man with the you know the word of God surpasses the heaven. The word of God is stronger than the heaven. Are you guys with me? If the word of God is in you, something more than heaven is in you. You are indeed blessed. I kid you not. If the word of God is in you, something more than heaven is in you. Praise God. Let's go to the next scripture. We'll keep seeing it. 
The next scripture. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8. Read fast. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8. The Bible said the grass what? Was what? But the word of God shall stand for how long? Answer me. The word of God shall stand for how long? First John chapter 5 verse 7. First John chapter 5 verse 7. First John chapter 5 verse 7. Let's First John chapter 5 verse 7. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. Number one is who? Number two is who? Answer me now. Number two is who? The third one is what? Three. How many are these three? Three guys that bear witness in heaven. Number one is the father. Number two is... Say the word. Say the word. Number two is... The word actually means the thought of God. So before the world was made manifest, the world was acknowledged in heaven as the world. Just stay with me. This is so that you can understand it. Before Jesus was made manifest, Jesus was acknowledged in heaven as the world. As the world. Stand up, Pastor Sam. This is Pastor Sam. I couldn't have come to heaven and see Jesus. I will see you. This is why God is not living in heaven. Heaven is living in God. This is why the word of God would stand even when heaven and earth is gone. There was something in God. The word is defined as God's thought. What God is thinking. There was something in God. There was something in God. It's called the word of God. And the Bible says there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, His word that is in Him. And the Spirit. Then in John chapter 1, if you read it to verse 14, the Bible says that word became flesh. Pastor Sam, how do I know I am blessed? When God made man, He breathed air into him. It was that air that made man a living being. The first breath man got was the word of God. See that man of God. When God made you ordinary dust, that dust, and then he breathed through your nostrils the word, a man became a living being. What is in you is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys can think about it. So the word came and became flesh, and the Bible said, dwelt amongst us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the word became flesh and did what? Dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? The word became flesh. In heaven it was the word. Right now the word was made manifest. And his name is Jesus Christ. He became flesh. A blessed man is a man that Jesus is living in him. A blessed man is not a man that has cars. A blessed man is a man that has Jesus. A blessed man is not a man that has mansions. A blessed man is a man that has Jesus. 
Christ in you is the hope of what? That's where a blessed man is. What shall it profit you to gain the whole world? And lose your soul. Who, who can only assess proper gain through Jesus Christ? Because nobody receives anything from the Father except they come. That's, that's deep right there. Nobody receives anything from the Father. The Father does not acknowledge any requisition that doesn't pass through Jesus Christ. The Father does not acknowledge any requisition that didn't pass through Jesus Christ. Nobody receives anything from the Father except through me. I have been blessed even when I didn't have my first child because I know that Christ lives in me. That's a blessing. It's no longer fashionable for me that I'm preaching you prosperity message without telling you the root of it. Any prosperity message that does not acknowledge the root is no prosperity message. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? The root is Jesus. Anything that you are doing said Jesus is a setup. Is anybody getting what I'm trying to say? Christ in me is the hope of glory. Christ in me is the hope of glory. Pastor Sam, preaching Jesus should be the message. A pastor does not have any other message if he's outside of Christ. I don't know if you guys get it. The gospel is that Jesus came and died for mankind. And the invitation is that you should please accept him. Hmm? For God so loved the word that he gave. He gave it again. When he made you, you were dust. He gave it in the first place. He breathed him into you. You became a living soul. The devil came and corrupted that. Corrupted it. And then, still expressing his love, he gave back the same thing. That whosoever we believe in him will not do what? Oh my God, you guys are not tracking with me. We'll not do what? Oh, why are you guys not tracking with me? We'll not do what? What is a blessing? The one that is in. What is imperishable? The word of God. Who is the word of God? Whoever receives will know what? First, say God forbid that after teaching to men, I will be a castaway. Because then you know that you are cursed. Can I make a little progress? My God. I feel the glory of God. Is anybody with me? 1 John chapter 5 verse 12. My goodness. 1 John chapter 5 verse 12. He who has the son has... Hey, answer me. He who has the son has what? He who does not have the Son of God does not have what? <laughs> Dead men walking. Looking at the pastor to Jesus Christ. I see it is to the pastor's credit that you give your life to Christ. Sitting back to what? People. This pastor is not anointed. 
nobody stood against his life. The pastor himself feels that he's not anointed. But what he didn't know is that as the world was coming, some people have sworn to die in their iniquity. Sworn to die in their iniquity. Even there are people that are inquired that should be born again. In protocol that should give their life to Christ. Yeah? Amongst ministers that should give their life to Christ. What God is calling now is the dedication of life. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I used to say in this church that if you see every prophecy in the Bible come to pass, that of rapture will come to pass. The only way to know that rapture will not come to pass if all the other prophecies did not come to pass. Are you guys getting on this? Isaiah prophesied about the coming of Jesus Christ. Did he come? Did he come? Jesus prophesied that you see, this means that you see, I will come back again. Will he come? If the prophecy of Isaiah came to pass, that would be cool though. That one will come to pass. It doesn't make sense to cry had I known. Or to look for a pastor to blame who didn't teach you. Can you accuse me that I didn't teach you? I'm showing you now, now. You can't accuse me. God forbid. The blood will be on my head. I'm sure. Anyone that has this song has what? Plain scripture. Anyone that has the son has what? Anyone that does not have the son does not have what? Do you need the son? No, ask me now. Do you need the son? Does it make sense to you why you should embrace the son? Does it make sense? Anyone that has the son has life. Anyone that does not have the son, how big is that? First John chapter 5. Take me to verse 24. Verse 24. Verse 24. You guys, first John chapter 5, verse 24. Is he up there? Or John 5 24. Sorry, not first John. John 5 24. John 5 24. Are we there? Are we there? Now, most assuredly, I said to you, he who hears my words, my words, and believes in him who sent me, has what? Has what? And shall not come into what? But has passed from death to what? Sincerely, that's a blessed one. You are cursed when you don't have the word. That's why I want to conclude what I said in the beginning. There are many people with flashy cars that are cursed. That's why I said. Many people with mansions that are cursed. Why? Which is imperishable. They proud themselves about the things that are perishable, but they don't have that which is what? You know, those days we used to sing, take the whole world and give me Jesus. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Take the word. Give me. What am I fighting to get the world? The world will perish. And everything in it will perish. But if I have Jesus, and remember the word of God, which is Jesus, when heaven and earth shall pass away, does not pass away. I have that word. It means when heaven and earth pass away, 
If the world is standing, I'm standing. Are you guys with me? If the world is standing, I'm standing. If the world survives, I survive. You can survive any situation because the word of God is in you. There's nothing that can bring the world under. There's nothing that can bend the world. When they buried the world three days after he came back. If the word of God is in you, that also will be your experience. Is anybody, is anybody with me? Glory to God. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 36, that the word 33, 63, sorry, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are what? Life. I love John 15, verse 7. I love John 15, verse 7. I love John 15, verse 7. John 15, verse 7. If you abide in me and my word abide what? You shall ask what? And it shall be what? If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you shall ask whatsoever you want. One of the reasons our prayers are not answered is because we pray amiss. What does it mean to pray amiss? You pray not understanding the scripture. Amiss. You pray not understanding. It does not encourage for you to pray for blessing so that you use the blessing to show up. I think I preached that message. Preacher does not encourage that. So when your motivation for prayer is God bless me so that my neighbor will be intimidated. You don't have scriptural justice for that prayer to be answered. But when you understand from the pages of the scripture why you should be blessed, God is compelled to answer you. And the only way is for you to abide in me and my word abides where? When you, that's the first level. When you, go, when you get to that level, you shall ask whatsoever you wish. Please, please think about this. And my prayer is not answered. Do you have an assignment? Do you have a responsibility? Do you think you should get back to the word of God? Do you think so? Really? Why are my prayers not answered? Really? Why are my prayers not answered? Have you become too busy that you don't have time for the word? Right? Have you become too busy that you don't have time for the word? Why are my prayers not answered? How much of the word do you have in you? I'm not saying... I'm, listen, the word is abide. The word is what? The word is what? Abide. That's the word. The word is what? Abide. Is the word of God abiding in you? Could that be the reason why my prayers are delayed? One way the word answers your prayer is that when you read it so much, you will realize things that you should not pray about. You will realize things that are not prayer points. Some prayers that would have been prayer points can only be handled by instruction. When you read and it tells you what to do and you do the things and you get the result, you wonder why I'm saying about it all this why? The word has given you the solution. Meanwhile, for years, you've suffered about it. The word. God, how do I encourage this? Please. Go back to the word. Please. Do not have those books. Open that book. Are you getting with me? 
can you start with 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes? Stay on the word. Why do you need to stay on the word? That's where your life is. Stay on the word. Sin will disappear with the word. Nonsense addiction that you have cried, Lord, take this thing away from me. Is the word. Is the word that you need. The more of the word you have, the more of his life you have. And the more of his life you have, the more difficult it is for you to live out the devil's life. The word. You are too busy in your place of work that you don't have time for the word. I show you this about the word. The first one, real quick. The word cannot get into you by reading it. The word can only get into you by studying it. <laughs> reading and studying, they are not the same thing. How many of you agree? Reading and studying, they are not what? I am not encouraged that you go back and start reading the word of God. No. I'm encouraged that you sit down and start studying the word of God. Have a note by your side. Because if you study, God will tell you what to do. Write it down. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Have a concordance by your side. Have a dictionary by your side. Sit down. The way you study for that critical exam, study the word of God. James says, receive with meekness the engrafted. Do you understand that is reasoning why people don't receive the word of God? Pride. How can James encourage us to receive with meekness? With meekness. It means attack the word of God from the basis of what you think you know. Is it not John chapter 3 verse 16? So the whole John chapter 3 verse 16 will deliver amazing revelation. John 3 16 will deliver amazing revelation. Ay, ay, ay. Let me say this again. To so the humble, John 3 16 will deliver amazing revelation. Never read any scripture thing that I have known it all my life. You don't know what you are talking about. There is no version of the scripture that can be exhausted. No matter how you know John 3 16, if you need to read it every day for 30 days, you get different revelation from it for 30 days. It only happens by meekness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is your soul. Read it for yourself. Ah, Pastor quoted this scripture now. No. Stay on it. Read it for yourself. This raise is personal. I hope you guys know. Ah, it's personal. If so, if you like, be doing what you're doing. The day you stand before God, Pastor, I could not be there. That's why I'm trying my best so that the blood will be off my head. It will be worse if I'm not teaching you guys. But God is my record. I'm trying to open your eyes. Read the word. Help me touch and then I say, study the word. But I say, receive it with meekness. Receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. James chapter 1 verse 21. That is able to save your soul. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. He says, study to show yourself what? Approve. A workman that needs not a word. John chapter 5 verse 39, the Bible says search the scriptures for out of them are eternal life. Search the scriptures. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Alright. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13, you guys know it. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Right? Christ has what? Redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become what? 
having become what? Do you still remember who Christ is? Wait, wait, wait now. Do you still remember who Christ is? Do you remember who Christ is? The word has redeemed us from the what? Having become cause for us. For, as it is written, cause is everyone who hangs. Hey, hey, the next verse. I love the That the sin of Abraham might what? Come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. That we might receive that the word of Abraham. That the word of Abraham. Are you guys getting my calculation? Yes, sir. Who is a blessed man? The man that has which is imperishable. Is that imperishable? The word of God. Who is the word of God? Christ. What has the word of God done? He went to the cross. He went to the cross. And he that hung on the cross caught his he. Are you guys with me? Yes, sir. Good. When my cost. So how many of us are cost? No, how many? Which doctor in your village that said over her dead body will you prosper? Did that person go to the cross for you? I don't know which one you believe. Why would somebody swear that over her dead body will you become? And you believe so much on that cost that you did not believe he invest anything. Ah, and there won't be time, but let me bring it up here. A man that I saw that made an investment to activate a cost. He made an investment. His name is Balaam, right? His name is what? Come, help me! These children of Israel. And when Balak says, which one, is, which one is the king now? Balaam, Balak. Their name is so similar that it's confusing something. <laughs> Wait, Balak went, Balaam went to God to say, God, see this man though. He brought the first entourage of his gifts so that I will come and cut the children of Israel. I refused them because I said to the guys, wait for me in my sitting room. Let me go and pray. Pray. God said, don't cause those people. You can't cause those people. I'm, I've blessed them. He came and said, no, no, you guys, I can't come with you. Go and tell the king I can't come. When he returned, the king sent more notable officials with, with greater pride. Like maybe he sent ministers before. Now he sent vice president. With so much money. You know, some stupid pastors are confused by money. Forgive me, I'm a pastor. So when you see me call a pastor stupid, you wonder, ah, why a pastor? Right, this harsh. But it's so annoying that pastors can bend their stand because of your money. You dangle carrots before them, they just grab it. You dangle carrots, go. Are you guys with me? So here with your money. Can't bend me to do anything because of money. He sent more notable men with more cash. These guys started considering. Say, okay, we go. Ah, God, he told you, don't, don't cause those people. He said, I will go. Well, he was on his way coming, an angel appeared and stood in the front of the donkey. The donkey refused to move. He hit the donkey so bad, idiot! The donkey said, at the time the donkey spoke, wouldn't I have jumped off the donkey and taken off? 
The donkey opened his mouth and said, Oga, all this while I have, have I disobeyed you one time? What have I done that hitting me three times? The donkey said. He said, Oga, can't you see with all the problems that you are, an angel is standing before? I'm talking about a man who made the investment to provoke a cause. Who made the investment? That's not the only investment. When eventually he was raising altars, he will raise up, kill, kill um, um, slaughter cows or whatever it is. So, to provoke a cause. After he raised an altar, and Balaam came to the people, he said, Get an elevation, raise that altar, and we come here and cause them. The angel said to him, Remember, remember, I appeared with how much you love money, man of God, to remind you that that people cannot be cursed. After he raised an altar, he opened his mouth. Ah! He wouldn't know when he would say, Bless be Israel. But like say, ah, I paid you to call these people. Look, now you have blessed them. He looked at Balak, he said, There is no sin in Jacob. There is no iniquity in Israel. He said, I cannot cause whom God has blessed. He said, I have received the commandment of blessing. As blessed, I cannot reverse it. With all your money, I cannot these people. I am blessed. So, I came to submit to you that when I say to you, you are blessed, don't look at your cars. Don't look at your cars. The investment of the blood of Jesus on the cross of Calvary is stronger blessing. It's a stronger blessing. And if anybody wants to cost you, at least let that person go and make some investment. And people really do make investment. It's just that the blood they use to make investment to activate the cost upon your life is not strong to be compared to the blood of Jesus. It's very inferior. You can't kill a human being to cost Pastor Ike. If you have to, if you're blessing over Pastor Ike, your coffee is over, Pastor Ike must come a name of Kasha. You have to kill God. Because the one who blessed me killed God to bless me. Do you, do you, do you guys understand? The one who blessed me killed God to bless me. Because is he that hung on the cross so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon me. The blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. Wow. 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 I, I, I wish somebody's been encouraged today. Hold on. The investment will speak. Are you hearing me? Hold on, it will speak. The death he died on the cross of Calvary will speak for you. Just hold on. Habaka. You won't just ride car, you will dash cars. People still will pray and fast. American visa, American visa. The day they refused me American visa, I wasn't troubled though. I wasn't troubled. I am too blessed not to be troubled. 
The next time I went, they gave it to me. Even when I received it, it wasn't big of a testimony. There's nothing like that. The earth is the Lord. The earth is the Lord. Yes, sir. You guys get what I'm going to say? They come to pass Pastor, I'm going for American visa interview. Pray for me. In my mind, I will try to pray. But somehow, I'm wondering, ah. I'm wondering, ah. If only this guy can be relevant in that which God has called him to do, America will look for him. I have a friend, watch this, who has been dreaming. Ha, where will I see Bishop T.D. Jakes? I will just, in case I'm traveling and I saw him at the same airport, I will just rush and grab him. I said, please, put your hands on my head. Just bless me. You know, that was his greatest prayer. Right now, I spoke with him. Bishop T.D. Jakes is inviting him to speak in one of his men's conferences. get closer to God, some things that are your prayer points, the things you pursue after, we start pursuing after you. We start pursuing after you. Start pursuing after you. A blessed person cannot be going around beggarly. Please give me this. Please, please, please. Beggarly attitude. That's not the sign of a blessing. Are you guys with me? Do you, have I tried at all to convince you that you are blessed. Yes, I, I, I want you to just walk with that mindset. You are really blessed. I'm not kidding you. God is my record. I'm submitting with the whole of my heart. You guys are blessed. Yeah. You are blessed. What he did on the cross of Calvary is a not blessing. Oh my God. My God. I'm still at the introduction of this message, unfortunately. Hmm. I'm still at the introduction. Well, I have five ways, five ways to discuss with us. But I think you come next Sunday. I think you come next Sunday. Five things to discuss with us on how to how to take this blessing that you know you have and start making them manifest. Start making them work. Start seeing it. Start seeing it work and play out in your life. Five things. But I want to bless you. Is there anyone that wants to receive Jesus Christ into his life as his Lord and anyone like that? Can you come to me? Can you come to me? You want to receive Jesus Christ? You want to tell him I'm sorry for how I've lived my life? You want to rededicate your life to me? You want to say, Lord, come into this life?